This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And Catch Your Life listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash catchyourlife. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash catchyourlife. Sponsored by T. This episode is sponsored by Lipton. Girl <laughs> talking about me. Nope. This is my house, and you're just here. On this episode of Catch Your Life. So this session, discussion, topic that we're talking about today is the artistry of having faith. You're you're having faith with no plan. The artistry of having faith, or you know, is to know that everything will not be quick. They making music again. Okay, so music. The first thing we got up on the pop culture segment is the podcast crisis. What's going What's on? What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Catch Your Life. My name is Casey, and I am a model turned actor who is extremely interested in mental health awareness, script writing, fitness, fashion, and beauty, and all of the above. Yes, my name is Reese. I am a DJ producer. I am here for my people of color, and I'm here to put you on a pedestal. Let's do it. And I'm Michelle. I'm a Black person who cares about Black people and everything that affects us. First of all, to start off this, I just want to say thank you to our listeners. Our top three locations are America, of course. America's ghetto, though. (laughs) Of course. South Africa. Pulang. If you're listening to the podcast, just say that Ah, there. Just say it there. And then Ireland. Um, I don't know how I feel about Ireland, but I feel like the people there are cool. I think I don't know. know Are they racist over there? Um, Where is that? Where and where are they not racist at? I went to Ireland before. They treated me. I you went to Ireland before, bro? Yeah, I went to Dublin. Yeah, how how was that? What the hell? (laughs) It was great. Yeah, it was a, it was an experience like uh, they were definitely going through like some law changes with the abortion and they had like the fetuses on the billboard, which was kind of crazy. Like, but right. other than that, you know, uh, they're getting more progressive. So that's good. <laughs> so they were they were like anti-abortion. Yeah, like it was anti-abortion billboards like plastered along the like main highways on the I'm city sure. so it was sure. like irish irish, was... irish people are very uh catholic <laughs> but yeah they actually overturned their abortion uh, their anti-abortion law so it was crazy it's crazy mm. like they're progressing they're getting better so go for them mm. as we're we're doing the opposite <laughs> overturning roe v wade <laughs> Kudos to Ireland. We love love y'all, I think. But if you guys like this episode or like last episode, please make sure you are reviewing and sharing with others and follow and tag at Catch Your Life Podcast on Instagram. And from there, we're going to get into our first segment. Our first segment is Vent Session segment, where we catch you guys up, catch the listeners up on what's been happening with us and what we've been doing. And this is a safe space, like a no judgment zone. I was going to say a judgment zone, but a no judgment zone. And it takes a lot for us to get on this mic and be vulnerable with y'all. So if you're finna judge, leave your broke ass at home. Reese, how was your week? My week was intense. Interesting. You know, I'm trying to start this uh, new year off right. Swinging, really getting into my bag as far as my time management, just focusing on that, journaling, 
just being consistent. Like a bitch did a budget <laughs> last Sunday. So like I'm it. here for it. Okay. I'm ready to keep up this energy. Um, cause it, it really contributes to the betterment of me. Like I'm tired of just waking up and just like not knowing what my account is about to be at because I just swiped so many times. And then my bank account wants to take two days to process shit. I did um previously okay like right. bitch don't just wake me up and hit me with an overdraft and it wasn't oh, here it like wasn't here like nobody is supposed to be here right like come like, on first of all i did not even have my card that transaction was not done by me it's fraudulent <laughs> i'm calling customer service right now that has to be removed because i don't know what bitch hit that button who swiped who clicked who submitted it wasn't me like so I'm tired of just not knowing where I am financially. Like I got to get that together. I'm actually uh, working on gathering most of my supplies for my bathroom renovation. So that was like really huge. I'm proud of myself. Like I literally got everything, the tub, the yes. fucking tile, the fucking floors, the vanity bitch. Like my <laughs> shit is about to really be upgraded. So I'm completely excited for that. And uh, I'm starting school this week, too. So just adjusting with just management, like literally management of my financials, management of my time. Like, it's just extremely important. So Mm -hmm. that's what I've been working on uh, this past week. And it's 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 going great. You know, it's going great. I feel like school (laughs) is going to really help you, like, manage everything. That's what helped me manage everything and like just be have an organized schedule and everything like that. Um, school is definitely going to help you that's the only thing I miss from school is that organization aspect of it because once you get thrown out into like the creative realm it's just like I just want to be creative I just want to create and (laughs) it takes time and like there's no schedule (laughs) bitch let me tell you how it's so hard to like because I've been on that I'm a creative (laughs) it takes time I'll do it when I can (laughs) right and then like going back to like structure I'm like ah like, yeah. like it's like yes. come on sit down Girl. you badass little kid get it get it together stop procrastinating you know look at these resources care about that article i'm like how but like it's really you know i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do you it got this. <laughs> i believe in you oh wait reese a little birdie told me and when i say a little birdie i mean um instagram that you're a skater you're a whole skater chick now roll bounce yes. type. Screaming. oh my goodness I had a chick. I so a I heard this so going Monica in the background. Let me tell you, this is a journey that I actually picked up with Ty. You know, she loves to, you know, dibble and dabble and new shit. So I just said, all right, let me just go one night with you skating. And I missed it. Like I used to do that as a kid. Every Friday night, we was at the holiday skating rink. You know, all my cousins, we was just in that bitch, like literally looking for bodies. Okay. (laughs) And so it just, you know, brought back good memories for me once I got in the rink. And I just, it's exercise for me too. Like I'm just learning new tricks and learning and just coasting. And just, I just love being around black people and just like, fucking learning and just being able to just do me it's you're like in your own little world on your skates so yeah i got some for christmas my girl my fiance hooked me up with some skates so i'll be i'll be skating (laughs) it's giving black luxury Ah, (laughs) self-care right (laughs) literally because exercising is important like you know as far as like for your mind too so 
that's my little exercise. I'm not a run on a treadmill type bitch, but I'll put on some skates. Period. <laughs> Michelle, how have you been? You announced your partnership drop with Galaxy, right? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. was like, what? I was like, partnership? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay, yeah. I'm doing a um a live show where I'm gonna be like basically reselling or selling um, items that I've uh, thrifted um on January 22nd. Okay. At 3 p.m. So just a live, um, a live show. People come in and talk, buy stuff, maybe not buy stuff. And, you know, it's just, it's basically just like an Instagram live, but you can purchase something straight from the, uh, like the live video. So yeah. So I'm doing that. It's very interesting. Very wow. interesting. How does I'm really nervous. Like you, character? You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I try to avoid it. You know, I just do <laughs> I the the scary thing is I'm like yo what if no one comes to the show because I was like when they reached out to me I've been even before they reached out to me I've actually been on the platform before because um some Instagram influencer that I follow uh went live said she was gonna sell things so I was like let me go see what this is now I went to it's pretty cool um but of course she has like 300,000 followers so of course she's already always gonna have you know some type of people there so I'm like oh are they filtering the people like are they the ones that bring the people but the fact that it's, I guess, solely me and then anyone else, I guess that, you know, they repost it and when they want to come, mm-hmm. um, I'm the one getting the people. So that's kind of nerve wracking. Cause I'm like, what if nobody shows up or if it's just all the thing about me is that when I'm selling, I rather sell to people I don't know because that, that shows that you have a reach. Right. So when I'm doing a show and then it's like all my friends, like, Oh yeah, let me RSVP. Let me. And I was like, I want to have, you know, the range. Mm-hmm. because i'm not saying that i don't want them to come but it's like you know i want to know that what i'm doing is reaching other people other people are interested so, so yeah. michelle yeah. i will definitely be in attendance i just put it in my <laughs> hey. calendar okay that's number one <laughs> number two rzp like- rzp using my link it's in my Got instagram it. bio okay and what's your tiktok <laughs> michelle my tiktok is mo shell so m-o period shell c-h-e-l-l-e that's it and Michelle, I wanted to say one more thing. Um, I understand what you mean, like by now wanting your your friends that you know to to you know be your target audience because you feel right. like they're probably not gonna buy shit. Um, mm. <laughs> or but not necessarily that they're not gonna buy, even though uh-huh. I've sold to people I know, but not really. The most people I've sold to are people I don't know because I use like third party like eBay, Macari, like these websites. Yeah. So it's mostly people I don't know. But when I'm t- when it's it's solely me that has to bring in people to a show, so yeah. I know that even though I've been working on building you know building my um, audience or whatever, a lot of people and there has been people I don't know who have RSVP so because I can see like the area codes and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I'm just saying I just don't I don't want it all to people people I know you know. Wait, so like you say you don't want to you don't want it to be all just people you know. Right. I don't got want it to just be all people I know. You, yeah. I, 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 I love people. I love when people I know like repost my stuff and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I don't want, you know, when you want to see that you're reaching more than just the people you know, because that shows you that it's not just your family supporting. And I feel like something that uh, bothers me a lot when I see a lot of people who start businesses is that they get mad when people they know aren't buying stuff from them. Mm. <clears throat> and it's like, of course, of course, support the people um around you or people you know you love whatever but you have to understand that just because you make something doesn't mean that someone should buy it like if they don't need it 
why would they buy it? You want to target people that need your product or need your service. So if it's just a whole bunch of people you want, you, you just want everybody in your neighborhood to buy your, you know, clothing at some point, all the people going to run out because they're all going to have all your stuff. You want it to be reaching, you know, exactly. And so with that, all right. So I misunderstood you in that regard as to where Mm -hmm. like you, you want them to purchase because you don't want them to purchase, but as you know, a friend of yours, I would love to like reshare your stuff and like have it hit my audience so that like, you know, maybe somebody else, they they can encapsulate somebody that you, you haven't met before. Right. That's exactly, that's exactly it. Yeah. Because if you're just, if uh, you're just, focused on like your family members i guess and your friend group is going to max out at some point yeah um so that's why um i love when people i know reshare like share my things because i have gotten people that know them that like my stuff right yeah but it's like i don't want that to be the end all be all because then that doesn't really show growth that just shows that's your friend group and you you boss they just all supported you because you're their friend you know so when i see people and just like the podcast like there's people in ireland who the hell do we know in ireland like if every person, if we, <laughs> if we look at the podcast right. thing, if we look at the podcast like layout and it said that everybody that listens to our podcast is in New Jersey, we'd be like, what the fuck? Like, we're, yeah. we're, 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 the, we're the people. <laughs> Where's the, the masses? You want yeah, we're, the, we're the masses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, that's what I mean by that. Cause some people get like, they're like, like you were saying, they kind of get confused when I say that. But it's just, of course, I want people I know to buy, just not, I don't want it to only be that. But yeah, yes, I'm doing that show, and then school started, so that's a whoa, Nelly. That's a <laughs> how many classes are you taking? Technically four, but three of them are like actual classes. One of them is like my final project, basically, like my final, oh, okay. you know, dissertation type whatever thing. Yeah, you um, work on that throughout the semester, right? So you just nice. keep like basically the person, like your advisor, is keeping track of uh, keeping track of to make sure you're doing your stuff. Haven't started it. Do, do March 16th yeah. uh, but <laughs> but yeah so it's it's been a lot because like the one class is like oh yeah so I already have a paper due tomorrow I'm like bro I just got my here. brain yeah like my brain hurts like please but Whoa. I t- I just typed it all out last night I was like mm, guess I'm getting good at this Finish it. let's go <laughs> no finished it on an hour it was like 2 a.m I was like man I don't even want to think about this tomorrow yeah, by the exactly. time I, you know how you wait to the end to double space it, and that thing went right to the page. <laughs> yeah, I'm a genius. I'm, <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> so I gotta go back and proofread, but yeah, it's it's just a lot. I'm just counting down the days. Seventy two more days until I grad or not graduate until I'm done the quarter. Graduation um, sometime in June. I don't know. Love that. Yeah. You've come so far. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have. I remember when Michelle was like, you know, you were like kind of stressed about getting like where in, like, yeah, yeah. Where, where to go, yeah. if they're going to accept you. I, I remember that shit. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a crazy journey because it's so crazy how now your issues shift. Because now I'm like, damn, I'm gonna find a job. I gotta find a job because now I gotta start paying student loans. Then I gotta start. So, but yeah, just gotta be in the moment. I might even think yeah. about the student loans. They never get yeah, paid. Of I'm sorry. About the fucking <laughs> pandemic. Okay. I'm, gonna pay, I'm gonna be paying the minimum the rest of my life. <laughs> How about the government get us out of this pandemic? Then we can start talking Bruh. about student loans. Okay. Bruh, they yeah. still they and still want their money. I'm calling us low wage. Is once the pandemic is over, um, the student loans are gonna be gone. But I don't know if that's gonna. But we're gonna manifest that. I have. Faith. Let me. 
let, let me tell you why that's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, okay. So if that's not gonna happen, then I need all these people in my emails to get all my emails talking about these petitions that I've been signing. <laughs> I mean, work. listen, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. But the reason people are like, oh, Joe Biden said he's gonna cancel Biden not canceling nothing. Because all because first of all, where about where is Biden from? Biden is from Delaware. All the um Sally May. All these, uh, you know, tuition people, all the people that we get borrow money from, most of their headquarters are in Delaware, and most of them fund Joe Biden. So that's why that's he'll never say, t- "Yo." That's why he'll never say, "I'll cancel student loan debt." Yo, the he said ten thousand. He didn't even do that. <laughs> these politicians, the fact that these politicians have their hands mm. in these the pockets of these students, like th- these student loan companies, like they getting money, they get money, this shit. And yeah. the thing that bothered me so much when I was like signing up for school is like they almost like forced you to get a loan. Like mm. it was like built <laughs> in the um, enrollment yeah. um, to do list. Like it was like Stafford loan direct. And, yeah. like, you you had to you had to do it. And I'm just and like, it's crazy because if you don't do it, like let's say you decide, oh, yeah, I'm not paying. I'm not getting no loan. I'm paying this out of pocket. I'm going to yeah. get a payment plan. Yeah, they make the payment plan. So that if you don't, let's say it, your, your semester is, you got to pay $8,000 and you don't have $8,000 right now, but you'll know you'll have it by June or whatever it is. They'll make it. So at the end of your payment plan, you are paying more money than you would have initially. Oh, no. so interest. Yes. Basically interest. That's crazy. It's like, I'm like, what is the, but it's not even interest because there's no scientific, uh, like, like there's, there's no, no scientific like, backing yeah there's no like yeah it's not like oh three percent it's just like a, a money amount like oh you gotta pay extra five hundred dollars because you set up a payment plan like what the hell yo that's sick. i feel crazy. like we need to investigate that <laughs> it's sick it's Seems illegal. illegal yo i'm telling Man. you the way these colleges work it's insane and i told mm-hmm. them like my my job is going to reimburse me so if i fill out this loan i'll actually be ineligible like and they just kept <laughs> They just kept shoving this shit down my throat. Financial aid, mm-hmm. fill out 22, 23, all these years. I'm like, yep. I don't need it. And they said, yeah. no, you need it. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> no, you need it. <laughs> it's sick, man. It's sick. So how are you, Casey? My week has been good. Um, I've been very silent. Uh, I'm just like in this season of resting and learning a lot about acting and um, script writing and producing and directing and stuff like that. These master classes have been whooping my ass. Like uh, the Samuel L. Jackson one um, is really good. Like he's teaching me how to act and I appreciate it. And mm. I've just been listening to master class, watching them and just absorbing it like a sponge. But these classes are like, it's basically like a semester. I feel like, because it's like, like I wanna say like 20 videos and the videos it's are like 15, 15 minutes long. Okay, so I had to pause on Issa Rae's because um, she was giving me assignments and I was like, um, wait, so I'm gonna have to, when I have time, I'm really gonna have to go back. But like Samuel L. Jackson, you can, what he expresses it through like, it's a video and he talks about it and then he'll give you scenarios with different actors and then you can like apply it to yourself and it's easier to get through. But Issa, you're really gonna have to, Issa's is like, um, create a storyline and come up with the plot and a twit and then the conflict and then you got to and then next week we'll talk about and I'm like okay so I need to pause this video work a whole week and then go back to it next week like that's an actual course which that sounds I'm like a writer's for. perspective yeah which I'm down yeah. for I love that completely but it just takes time 
So I've been doing that. I've been trying to cook and I've been watching a lot of um, Netflix for inspiration. There's been a lot of good shows on Netflix, Amazon, and um, what's the other one? Hulu? Yeah. Yeah. What you, uh, what you been watching? Oh trying to take God. some notes. Yes. Um, I've been watching. Okay. So first of all, Kevin Hart acted his ass off. True story. That was amazing. I never saw him. Really? I never saw him do it in that range before. I've always like considered him as funny. Because he's funny, not, yeah. Not seeing, not saying that it was like Oscar perform performance winning, um, <laughs> but I am saying that he did a great job to show off his range and that he's not only funny. Um, another right. one is this. Oh, it's on H. Oh, HBO Max too. Fuck, HBO Max is fucking lit too. Um, uh, what's this girl show? It's they're in college. It's like four of them. I forget what it's called. It's called like College Girls or something like that. Oh, like I heard I, of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Like, and there's talent in there, and the mm. the plot is good. I just didn't like the way it ended a little bit, but I think it's on like the season like midi where Generation was like they stopped and they paused for a second, and then they went back to it. Um, other than that, I've been trying to get into movies too as well. I saw documentaries as well. The Kid Cudi one I was talking to you about, and yeah, I've just been like absorbing like a mm. sponge and seeing what I can learn from that like behind the scenes and in front of the camera and just like seeing how people talk how people walk like that's what samuel L. jackson was talking about he was like you were like just go like sightseeing like observe people see how they talk see how they walk people eat differently people watch tv differently like it's all mm. from a perspective and when you become an actor you have to embody that person and you have to actually build a storyline for that person it's not just like you're stepping on set it's like your, where, where did this person come from? Does this person like their family or not? What do they like to eat? Do they have a mental health disorder? Like it's a whole bunch of stuff. Mm. So yeah, yeah. yeah I've just so. been silencing my um, <laughs> actions recently and engaging my mind. That's good. What's that um, Issa Rae course you were talking about? What is it called? It is a masterclass. So oh, once okay. you sign up for a masterclass, it's on there. I oh. appreciate it so much because I've learned so much from it because it's giving me acting classes without take, having to take the acting classes. They're going to say the same thing. I just need right. to put in the work and the actions to actually um, practice and do it. Jeez. Yeah. So have you actually like, so um, I'm sure I'm sure since you're entering this realm of acting, you've looked at like, what's the website? It's called like backstage, but they have just had like a whole bunch of like, yeah um you know I feel like, like roles i don't prefer backstage because i have an agent and my agent is on casting network castingnetwork.com mm. i think it is is you don't have to have an agent to be on it you can be on there too as well it's i think it's more um productive than backstage because mm. there's a lot of things where you can just like submit your photos and your portfolio and then you could actually like you can get roles from it um right and then I've been on so many castings and it's just been like, okay, yeah. <laughs> but I'm learning and it's, it's an experience and I love it because I just started. So it's yeah. all teaching me. I was just telling Reese this other casting I was on, it was like absolutely ridiculous darling because I just didn't know anything I was walking into. They didn't tell me nothing. They told me absolutely nothing. Like I was told that I had to be edgy. Like they were looking for an edgy <laughs> guy with tattoos. Okay. Um, yeah, and I was like, okay, cool. That's who I am. So I'm going to embody that edginess. My name was Dominic the whole day. I went into the casting and then I was like, I walked in and then he was like, you're going to do this, that, and the third. And we had to just like on the spot act it. Mm -hmm. It was improv and it was just intense. And I was just like, okay, yeah, this is preparing me for a greater purpose because if I get this, they really wanted me. Like they yeah. really, <laughs> it was mine. Like it, I deserve it. 
so yeah but he laughed at it it was supposed to be like a parody type of thing like we were making fun of the calvin klein like the classic calvin klein model so it was supposed to be like this high energy very fun skit but yeah interesting yeah Mm. it was fun okay so we're on to our next segment our next segment is our mental health awareness segment mental health awareness segment where we reset and recharge our mind for the week to come so this session discussion topic that we're talking about today is the artistry of having faith the balance of knowing when to not rush the process and learning to trust the long-term journey and as i was writing this (laughs) i literally got hit with a taste of my own medicine because i got released from this job that i really wanted like and i was just like "Mm, we're going to feel our emotions but we're going to move forward because faith like there's a bigger purpose than this and everything is teaching you for the moment that is coming and is yours by definition faith is the complete trust or confidence in someone or something now to me having faith is this cathartic feeling like releasing and relieving and faith is beyond being able to see it physically and it's important for us to remain faithful to faith and your process i know for me i remember i was like yeah i'm gonna go on this body cleanse like i'm cleansing my body physically sexually mentally to prove to myself i'm faithful to prove to god i'm faithful and we're going to do this and after this i'm going to get a car a benz i'm going to get a benz and i'm going to get a husband <laughs> that cooks and cleans and he has a good job like period like I'm gonna get that next week after my cleanse (laughs) and yes that part of my growing and healing process was necessary and expected but I shouldn't have expected a reward from it out of that when I simply wasn't ready to level up they're like, yeah. I wasn't ready to level up from that. That's wild as fuck for me to expect something that I'm not even ready for. Now knowing it's not actually wild, it's actually called me rushing the process. And everything in life is a process. Oh and that gosh. takes time to develop. And, and that's okay. Like, plot twist, that's okay. <laughs> completely okay. Like, completely okay. Like, forcing, it just goes against the grain and it just makes you... You don't meet your expectations, so you get upset, you know? Like, you let your own self down for rushing your process, rushing your growth. Like, rushing the process can look like running into a relationship with someone that, like, mind you, the sex is bomb. Like, the sex was it. Like, fucking was amazing. But what about their emotional disconnect or their emotional unavailability or, like, the terrible communication skills they have? Like, having faith requires us to set boundaries, not only for ourselves, but for others, too. And just running into a relationship or rushing into a relationship just because you don't want to run into yourself is problematic. Right. To have faith in something, you have to have, like, discernment, right? You have to know that, like, what you're trying to have faith in is... I don't want to say realistic because of course we, we, we talk about manifestations and you know, what you say or what you think you will have and we will, you know, you will accomplish. But I think when you, having faith, you have to discern um, whether what you're thinking about is feasible. Like whether if you know, like, okay, I'm going to give myself a week to lose 30 pounds. Like you have to be able to discern that that is not possible. That's not healthily possible. You know, it's not a healthy, a healthy goal. So I think, like you said, the art of having faith or, you know, is to know that everything will not be quick. Yeah. And even though you want it to, and even though you, you want to be committed and you believe that you'll stay on the path, you actually have to discern that there will be lapses. Like, let me give myself six months to lose 20 pounds or six months to lose 30 pounds because there's I'm probably going to have a couple of cheat days in there. So to say <laughs> a week, 
or you know some kind of you know diabolical time like it's not you know realistic even with like like i was talking about with relationships like you want a husband that cooks and cleans and has a great job but do you cook and do you clean do you, is your do you have a great job like what's going on here like okay you can't expect Ooh. things out of people i'm that talking about that my segment out of ourselves so <laughs> when we talk about faith we have to talk about the process it takes to get there i believe the universe is always talking to us and it's up to us to decide if we want to listen and then the universe is like, mm, okay, like you want to go in there? You want to go that way? Like, are you sure? Like, you're pa- it looks like you're packing to spend the night back. You're going to go there again? <laughs> oh, you're walking out the door? Okay, okay. All right. I'm going to walk out the door with you too. Like, we, we're going to have this. And not to say that that's wrong or to say that that's right. Any answer you have is just an answer because every step you take and every decision you make is for your better self. Exactly. So life is so interesting. <laughs> And it's important for us to realize that we're not lost souls, these communities of lost souls, and we're always trying to find something. We are not lost souls. We are just exploring. And that is okay. Life is life because we will forever be exploring. And the journey is low-key lit. It's super lit. You know, that's just like human nature to just be curious and just be adventurous and just try new things. And um, in regards to faith, though, it is tough for me. Like, I'm glad you gave me another definition and with more context because, like, my just religion in general fucks Mm. me up with faith. Mm. Like, my parents, not even my parents, because my dad don't go to church. It was definitely my mom. (laughs) <laughs> like she would say she she has faith in this and that faith in God. She's going to put the lights on faith in this. And it was so bad. Like <laughs> you're you're having faith with no plan. You're having Ooh. faith like that's mm-hmm. the thing that's that word. bothers me so yes. much. And, and, and she's actually like going through this right now. Like she's having faith that she will get a house like and can barely budget. Like that's Ooh. not okay. Yes. Like, faith you, without a call having, to action. Faith you, without that, a call to action. And, and I see that so much in like the religion and it bothers me. Like it, it bothered me so much to where I, I didn't know how to dream. Like I was like, right. yo, like. I literally did not go for what I wanted because I thought faith was trying to go for your dreams and fucking up and constantly failing. Wow. And it was because of God. Like, right. and I'm just wow. like, there's so many holes in there. Like, and it's like, as you get older, you have all these realizations, like, mm. hold on, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Please make sure you're holding yourself accountable for these actions that you are doing. Because that is like that, that, ah, it's just like, I yes. want to choke I think, somebody. And I, I remember I left. <laughs> <laughs> I learned this because I went to Catholic school for 12 years. Yeah. And I, I remember doing this, uh, like having this thought in like eighth grade. And like you were saying, people always just throw God, throw faith or like say it in a random ass sentence. No action, no action plan. No, 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 no thought. Like, I'm just going to say God got me. God yep. got it. <laughs> and it, not saying not saying that he don't, but yeah. let's be realistic about what God got. For real. Because, because if you're saying, and I and I, me and my friend were just talking about this, how in relation to like the pandemic, there are many preventative measures that people can take during the pandemic. Okay. A lot of people have said, F that God got me. Mm-hmm. If there are people brought to you by God who have laid out a foundation scientifically about a method you should use to protect yourself 
and you're completely wiping that out and you're going to say, God got me. It can be as simple as wearing a mask to the store that there's 10,000 people in the store. Something as simple as that. And you don't wear your mask. You said, God got me and you got asthma. You got you got a collapsed lung, but you go. <laughs> God got you, bro. God, God got, got you. Yeah, but got God you. got you. God got you right in heaven. He's going to be holding. He's going to be holding you in his bosom because that's what it sounds like. Because it's like, Damn. where is the rationale? Prison. <laughs> where is Damn. the rationale? For me, <laughs> I was always anxious. Like I always had like anxiety, and that's why I say like now faith for me is cathartic because it's a relieving mm. feeling that you don't have to worry like it's okay you are going to yes. be okay like and wow. i was always the bitch i was the bitch to put call to action like i'm a call to action hoe like yeah. completely <laughs> and i will be that call to action girl until i'm like okay all this call and all this action but where is it at like i'm mm. tr- i'm trying so hard i'm trying so hard and my best friend xavier is always just like be kind to yourself like relax be kind to yourself like take a deep breath it's gonna be okay and it took me moving to LA to like really understand what faith meant to me because that was the moment where I was like you know what fuck it like I can't control it like I can't control when it's gonna come I don't know when it's gonna come I just know that I'm putting in the work I know I'm learning so much I know I'm adulting I know that nobody's out here helping me and I just have to put my faith in that and know that it's going to be because I'm doing everything that I possibly can in order to get to the next step. Right. Exactly. And I had to Google uh, cathartic. (laughs) So just for all the (laughs) listeners out there who are just like me, it's cathartic is providing a psychological relief through the Mm. open expression of strong emotions. So uh, that was beautiful. Like, Casey, like, thank you for providing your perspective because it's, you know, it's it's different from mine and it's different from Michelle's, but Mm. we're still like saying, you know, the same thing. So, yes. Right. Um, I also meant to say something as well during that faith segment, because um, we were talking about uh, setting goals when we have faith, like making sure they're realistic and attainable. Mm-hmm. And um, like you said, Casey, when you went to school, like it, it got you right back on track. And that's what the fuck I literally have, like this little um, acronym that they have it's called smart goals, like setting smart goals. And each letter is an acronym for something. And I'm going to explain it, but I'm just thankful that school led me to this and that I'm thankful for this conversation and this, this faith with action and, you know, relief and it's not being hard on yourself. But, um, as far as the acronym is, it's, it's called smart and every letter, uh, corresponds with something. So these are the types of goals you should make. All right. Goals that are specific. That's the S the M is measurable, right? Mm -hmm. You want your goal to be measurable. Uh, the next letter is a, and you want your goal to be attainable, right? The next letter is R you want to, the goal to be realistic and T you want to have to do it in a timely manner give yourself a deadline all right so making smart yeah. goals uh that's what i got for y'all Final I actually it. i actually use smart goals in um my grant writing class let's we use, go we have to use that to come up with goals when you you know you go into a, a community and you're trying to do something for the community you have to use smart goals because like you said it has to be measurable attainable timely yeah because they spend the money but yeah yeah smart goals are important are useful so use them 
and it helps uh, prevent procrastination, right? Because you got a yep. deadline. I ain't yep. do that shit. That's true. <laughs> and now that helps us move on to our next segment. Michelle, it's your segment. Go ahead. Next, next up, up, the Catch Your Life News segment, where we catch your life on current events and pop culture and politics and clear the air on any confusion. Okay. All right. So the first thing we got up on the pop culture segment is the podcast crisis. What's going What's on? Happening? Yeah. Yo, I know this is a podcast. <laughs> Yo. But none of us fit the criteria of what I'm about to say. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> it good. is these cis black men that get on podcasts and just be talking for no reason. I know what you're talking mm. about. It's they take the oh, barbershop yeah. banter. Stop Let me stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> they take the barbershop banter to the mic. <laughs> get rid of your computers. Your laptops, your 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 uh, road mics, everything because your it's pagers. terrible. Pages, video, <laughs> get rid of it all because these men are getting on camera and saying absolutely nothing or just like regurgitating like just anti-black like stupidity, all in the sake of I guess making money, be clout, popularity. I don't know what it is because as you guys know, Even I know. And hotel gaslighting, straight male, <laughs> like literally, literally, <laughs> like. And I want, you know, the reason I'm not going to call them hoteps is because to be hotep, though there is a lot of homophobia and a lot of anti-blackness, like, internalized, they don't be saying some, like, a lot of their, uh, like, they be like, queen, my beautiful, they, they, like, they just go overboard, overboard with nonsense. These people are just completely anti-black, like, fuck black women, right? Danger mm-hmm. to black women. And <laughs> I just, danger, you <laughs> danger. Danger. No, that's crazy though. That's crazy. Yeah. So, okay. The podcast, um, specifically I'm talking about that. Well, this has been a long standing epidemic, but <laughs> the podcast <laughs> I'm talking about recently is it's called fresh, fresh tooth and fit fresh to fit some bullshit. <laughs> where these two men, Walter Weeks and Myron Gaines. First of all, Byron. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Myron. <laughs> I've heard some, a lot of pushback on this Myron Gaines character. Because he's a lot of, he's, even though they're both black men, Myron is the one that's doing the most just heinous acts. And I've seen people say that Myron is not even his name. This man is Sudanese. So he's African. uh, 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 He, I'm not going to say he's not black, but you completely changed your name to camouflage as a black American. Let me, let me not even go there. Let me not even go there. But what I will say is, why are you hiding your ethnicity? You are a, Sudanese man, why are you camouflaging as if you are a black American who has roots in America, like America, and you're just saying crazy shit. Like, first of all, let me tell you the shit that they said. Let me go there first. Oh, yeah. So, number one, got a lot of backlash recently because Asian Doll, the rapper, um, was on their show, and the dude Myron or Myron was belittling this black girl. Like, she was talking, he was like, be quiet, shut up. Like, you know, just going in. And Asian Doll was like, you're mean. Like, what the hell's going on here? And he just started going in. So they got to like a little tiff because of how he's talking to these, and they're all black women, these women on, his, on the show. Wow. So that went, that, you know, that made social media, everybody's like, oh yeah, he walling, like the way he's talking to this girl. Then other, after this happened, of course, people start going and digging up the, digging up the footage because they take their podcast as well. <clears throat> and they talked about, and this is very weird to me. I feel like this is, this categorizes you as a weak link. To get on a show, you are black. You are two black men. Physically, or physically, not physically. 
like, well, yes, physically, I can see you are black. And they got on there and made fun of people who use the app black, you know, the dating app. It's like mm-hmm. a dating app black that's, you know, for black people. And they said, oh, no, nah, we don't use that. We're not night writers. We don't want no Lakeishas and Bonquishas or something like that. Oh, no. And I'm just like scratching my head. Mind you, when I She's first heard scratching this. scratching her head right now. <laughs> I heard you. I hope you heard that. Because I, <laughs> I literally was list like when I first listened to it, I just I immediately just shut it off and just like went about my day because it's not like this is not the first time I've heard that. Sadly, I guess. But when I really sit with it, it's like how how much hate do you have to have for yourself to say you are have both black both of your parents are black both both sets of grandparents are black and you sitting there talking about you don't want no Lakeishas and Bonquishas. Mm-hmm. what is that what why i i, I don't really tons of hate and just to that's, be cool all that's right, weird. I, I, that's weird like that's just me. weird that shit is, is the insecurity runs deep and i know this from experience because i was literally black hating being black so mm. um <laughs> no i have to admit yes it. it's, it's yes too i'm deep. glad you come to that it, like, yes. it's, yes. it's literally it's like yeah. my it, it's a previous it's a previous part of me you know that I've yes. grown from, but mm-hmm. I can't run away from it because Facebook reminds me every 10 Ooh. years of some shit. Some fuck that's, shit. that's the some worst shit. I said, but worst. I was literally on that type of wave. And it's it's because you're trying to be cool. You're trying to like, you know, you're trying to do the most. You're trying to get the most reactions mm-hmm. to to to, you know, and if you're not like properly taught, like about how to love you how to love yourself as a black person like you're you're gonna think shitting on black people is cool and I, that's, what, that's what these guys sound like they're doing because i'm telling you i i it, it it's sad and it's deep but they don't love yeah. themselves they really and that's don't true them. because i will admit this because i i also had a moment like that uh of course, in my earlier years, oh, I think talk it's about all, it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah, I think it's all. It's. <laughs> I think. It, I think a lot of black people go through, especially if you're darker, because you get made fun of, or you always hear like these comments about, "Oh yeah, you, they dark as night, but you like the same color as them." Like you know these comments yeah. that people make about you know black people, and I remember like when you brought Facebook, it just brought gave me a flashback to this time where I seen this Facebook status I made in like '09 or something like that. So I was like, in high, I was like, fourteen or fifteen. Yeah. And was I made some posts. Freshman year. I think it was eighth grade. It was okay. eighth grade. And I made some posts and I'll 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 um I guess expose myself. It said, I am emb- I deleted that thing with the quickness. I said, what the fuck? Yo. I said, <laughs> what the I said, what the hell am I talking about? It, I said, why do black girls wear blonde weaves? Would you try to look like a battery? I said, huh? Oh my god. I said, hell? Jesus, Jesus Christ. I said, Jesus Christ, I said this. Yo. Me, a dark skinned black person said, why do black people wear black? I said, oh, wow, this that shit went deep. That's really yeah. like some that's really something somebody has to convince you about. Yeah, that's what somebody has to convince you that you should not wear this. And, and you're exactly. black yourself. You're black yourself right in that. That's crazy. Yeah. I said, oh, hell no. Hey, oh, yo. God. Yo, Michelle. God. I see some yo when I went to change my Facebook status to engage, bruh. I went to see some shit that you also saw some crazy shit. When I tell you it's so bad, like I tried <laughs> yeah. to scrub my Facebook, but I can't because like it's, it's the so whole bad. Thing. 
it's like the like every day some shit pops up that I said. That's, that's you just not do it. You just no, not do I, it. I every day you go on, I, yo. I'm every day you go you. on, you look at them memories and you say delete, 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 delete. No, but it's, I do it. It's, I did it. I think I need to just write a book. And I think I need, because I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be successful <laughs> one day. And yeah, that shit is not going to go away. Like my oh. past is going to haunt me. So I need to literally just be authentic and tell my story. Like I need to be like Lil Nas X. Like, listen, <laughs> bro, like I was going to Man, that Lil Nas X thing, man. He, he does. Delete it now. No, but that's really because I scrubbed my Twitter a couple years ago when we had this situation. We were we were talking about on a podcast where uh-huh. you know people were bringing up what you did in the past. So I said, "Oh snap!" After we got off the backpacker podcast, I said, "I had this Twitter since about 2011. Let me go through, put my name in the thing, and just search words because yeah. if you just put a word by, you can see every tweet that has that word." I swear to God, I went through every derogatory word I could think of. I said, "Gay, like this yeah. bitch, <laughs> nigga." Everything. Not, I when said, Michelle, oh. not when Michelle called me a faggot back in the day. <laughs> oh, that's one thing I never did. I always hated that word. And I, I had a couple of tweets that said, man, I hate the F word. Why are people using that word? <laughs> but, <laughs> but yo, when I went back, I, bro, it was bad. Yeah. It was a couple of bad things. Just, just very, it was more anti-black because I didn't have anything like, you know, homophobic or anything like that. I had like mostly like anti-black comments, like comments about Trayvon Martin. Like, oh no! Whoa. It wasn't no. Whoa, 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 whoa! It wasn't like it wasn't like oh yeah, like it wasn't no white, like it wasn't crazy. It wasn't like that. Let me just what say. What you that. say? Why he had that hoodie on? No, ooh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said, and I don't even know if this was like, I just deleted it because I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. It was <laughs> the day that George Zimmerman got off, and I remember people kept like people. George Zimmerman is white. Or he and but he's like mixed. I think he's like half. He's like Mexican. Mexican. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like white and Mexican. And I said on the pod on, on a I said podcast on the Twitter. I was like, how come we can say Barack Obama is black, but we just automatically say that George Zimmerman is white and not Mexican? I oh. said something crazy, some. And I was like, I don't know if this is supposed to be like a positive thing. I don't know what the hell this is. I deleted it. I said, get, get this shit out. Get this shit out of here. Anybody Yo. gonna come back in 2030 talking about oh, look what you said in 2012? <laughs> like, no, not over here. For real. But yeah. but yes, those those podcasts, I was like, and I saw another um <laughs> this thread where like somebody there everybody was just making these comments about like these just responses to these anti-black comments that this fresh to fit podcast made. And somebody was like, damn, do many even know how to change oil no more? They just got mics. Do they know even know what a socket wrench? Oh, man, it was bad. I was oh man. Yeah, it, I'm just, it, it's just crazy. And I um wanted to bring segue in what Casey had mentioned in the last segment about like, like they bringing nothing to the table, but expect everybody else to bring all this. Yes, shit yes, yes, yes. And I wanted to bring in uh, and tie it into the whole podcast thing about this girl that I follow on TikTok. She's like a college student in um New York, but she's always on all these dates with these like very rich men or what it seems to be rich, well-off men. Um, And she's only like 20. And people are just like, oh, um, and she's just like talking about her expectations about how, oh yeah, the guy, I don't go on any dates with anybody who says like, yeah, let's go out for drinks. Like, she's like, oh, you have to ask me like to a formal date, like sit down, eat food. And, and she's like, oh, and it's New York. So they were like, oh yeah, you have to pay for my Uber back because if you don't offer to pay for my Uber back, like you expect me to take the subway and it's like 11 PM, or, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just mentioning like these random things because she's had 
guys on dates say like, oh, I don't pay for dates. Um, I, I normally go Dutch and I expect women to pay because <laughs> I expect women to pay because we're in a progressive society and all this stuff. And a lot of people in the comments, like a lot of men that were like in the her like TikTok, you know, live or whatever it was, they were like, oh, like what do you bring to the table though? Um, are you, and then was, they were like, oh, do you allow these men to hit because oh, they're doing all this stuff? And I just had to, th- I was like, just because she wants dinner, like a formal sit down dinner, the bar is in hell. If you think that because I expect you to ask me on a formal date for food and not just drinks and I ride back so I don't take the subway at 11 p.m. in New York, that that's like automatically you should allow somebody to hit because I pay, I bought you food. Yeah. Like they think and that that's drawing a line. Yeah, they think that that's like the Uber is like into- out of here. Rushing the process. These niggas want to <laughs> rush the process. Like, stop exactly. fucking rushing the process. Rushing the like, process. First of all, how do you, like, you, you just want sex at this point. That's what you're telling me. You just literally. Like, but, like, how do you, how are you so, like, how does somebody think that it's okay to sleep with people on the first date, even though you can, anybody can do whatever they want? But if mm. somebody's not ready to do that, you think it's that, that is not too much to ask for. But asking for Uber is like, asking for Uber is too much. But having sex with somebody just because you bought them food is not too much or like i, feel I like, wanted an uber to come to your house so we could have sex that wouldn't be too much either right right exactly so I, i'm just like yo these this this new i'm like i'm not even say new generation i feel like it's just the way that social media is and just now the all these different um i guess opinions just just for clout or just to be seen and to be heard are becoming people's actual thoughts mm. like people literally walk up to people in the mall and be like what would you rate yourself and if people respond, they'd be like, nah, I think you are too. What the fuck is the point of that? <laughs> well, yeah, why? Like, what the Why do they the walk up to somebody and say that? Like, what, what is the point? To make Just you can debate like them. Shit? <laughs> just can debate and be like, no, you're not cute. Like, what the fuck? Why do? And then people just laughing in the comments like, ha ha, yes, because you black. Like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> what type of TikTok are you on? That ain't on my TikTok. Yo. You ain't see the people. <laughs> Michelle just went out of camera after she said that. You cannot be doing that. No, you see. Okay, so you've seen. (laughs) You've seen the TikToks where or videos when it's like these young kids. They're like young, and they walk up to girls and be like, or it be girls or in and men and or boys, and they'll be like, oh, um, like, do you prefer dark skins or light skins? Dark skin or light skins? Just for that to be the whole premise of the video. No, and they post it. Yeah, I saw that. And then people be arguing, and then. Girls, they say, then they walk up to girls and be like, what do you rate yourself? And it'll be like all dark-skinned girls or all light-skinned girls or all like non-black people. And then they'd be like, oh yeah, I agree. Oh yeah, this whole video fire. It, it's just so crazy. Like these are actual yeah. thoughts. Like why are we pushing all this? People already know these are conversations we have and then they keep making these videos, but anything for the clout. Oh, yeah. Anything for the clout. Clickbait. Oh, Yes. And then the last thing I had was just talking about how it's the year anniversary of the insurrection. Oh, y'all think about that? The insurrection at the Capitol. And they ain't do shit. I it's it's well, this being Phil genuine. Yeah, it's very disheartening. It's and I was disheartening. It's a year later, and like what has happened? Please well, let yeah. me know. Tell point the, point the to the new story. laws. Tell the complete story for our viewers. So, and, I mean listeners, sorry. Okay, so the insurrection is when um, last year, January 6, 2021, uh, fresh into the new year, you know, all these, uh, I guess what they call themselves, white nationalists or nationalists and the Proud Boys and whatever the hell they call themselves, 
were mad that Trump lost the election. So they stormed the Capitol. A couple people got killed. Squished yeah. by doors. One lady got shot in the chest. Um, and it was literally like House representatives in the Senate were literally in the in the chambers. And these people rushed into the building, jumped over walls. No one was like, when you think of, when I think of me attempting to dart into the White House, I think of being shot dead on the grass. Mm-hmm. No, do we not think about just somebody coming out of the sky, just tackling you? Like, so when you think of like the no, insurrection, <laughs> not shooting you, but like protecting, uh, right. honestly, the members of Congress, I think they right. should protect them. Yeah. And these people got in and literally were, whole like what is it called they were like posing at the podiums picking the podiums up wrecking the desk of like these congressmen or these uh senate leaders that they don't like and all this kind of stuff and a lot of republicans knew that was gonna happen a lot of them wanted it to happen or i don't know why they were you know just it was just crazy and that happened a year ago and i feel like only a handful of people have actually been prosecuted and they've gotten like the one guy, I think he only got like 20 months. It's very small amounts of time. Um, but it's just when you think about if that were black folks and we think about even just like the normal protests we were seeing during George, like the whole George Floyd situation, what those protests were looking like, looking like literal war, war zones. And then think about people who literally stormed a Capitol building with members of the Congress in there. When you think of like the Secret Service protecting these people and they were nowhere. These people were in there for like 50 minutes. How is that even possible? That's my thing. Because like, isn't when you go to the wait, it wasn't at the I'm sorry. Um no, it wasn't at the Capitol. It wasn't at the White House, was it? No, it was at the Capitol building. So isn't the Capitol building like zooted down too? I would oh, think man. it would be. Would like, think. what the fuck is happening? Like, what? I'm confused. <clears> I remember going cause... there and it was just like everywhere, it was just like security if everywhere was real tight and i would think like during especially in that climate in the setting there would be more people there guarding and protecting yeah i think that when i that inspection first happened i just thought about what that showed other countries like <laughs> which y'all we can said, do. <laughs> yeah and literally like with these <laughs> like <laughs> like like we sit here every year talking about never forget 9-11, never forget. Yo, right. every year, <laughs> every single year. Every year for the last 20 years. But then like y'all not trying to prevent it from happening again. But this is somehow like the whole premise of the whole country, it seemed like. But I digress. Our United States goes into many countries and damages their countries as well. So honestly, for countries to want to plan to do that to the United States is not far-fetched for me. Um, I mean, I don't want to die, but it seems as... <laughs> A lot of people are these foreign countries that America, you know, attacks. Yeah. That that mm. January 6th gave probably gave a lot of uh, extremists some ideas. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been a year since then. Like... <laughs> it's been a year since then. So. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. That brings us to our next segment. <laughs> yes. Yes. Our next segment is Catch My Life, where we ask the listeners for what they want advice on or any questions they have for us. And this week, the question was, are we extroverts or are we introverts? Um, let me repeat that. I feel like I stuttered. Are we extroverts mm-hmm. or are we introverts? Um, and who wants to answer this? Who wants to go first? Oh, someone asked us this? Yes. 
extrovert. Um, Reese, I feel like you are an extrovert, and I feel like this pandemic has been weighing heavily on you. It's been fucking me up. For real. Like, I need other people's energies and to bounce off of that. Um, I'm just thankful that I've been able to continue to go to work throughout this whole thing. Mm. Like, mm. that has definitely been keeping me grounded as far as, like, my socialization and things like that. But creatively, I'm starving. Um, and that's why I signed up for school so I can network with people online and collaborate and put myself in these new spaces so that I can, uh, you know, be presented with more people's energies and things like that. And it's crazy because my girl, my fiance, <laughs> mm-hmm. is an entire introvert. And mm-hmm. it's so dope to see like how, um, you know, we communicate and even how we act when we go outside, you know, how, how she's like just to herself or like tries to pop out, and, you know, do what I do. It's just it's, okay. No music. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I mean, going out with you guys when we went to Tulum, she definitely had her moments of highlights. I was like, yeah. okay, like she could throw it back a little bit, but then she'll go to back to the corner and then she'll come back and like yep. really pop it out. I was like, okay, I could I could fuck with a chick like this for real. I love it, yo. She's like an onion. She just like only shows parts of herself like at like you gotta so people that deserve it. the layers exactly exactly mm-hmm. um i would say i am an introvert and i know that may sound crazy but like i when it comes to career wise since my career is i have to be in front of the camera in everyone's face it may seem like i'm an extrovert but that's just like what i love to do like i like performing so when it comes to like everyday life, I'm to myself, I go on hikes, I write my journal, I watch TV by myself, I watch mm-hmm. TV with friends that are in my circle and don't really talk to anybody else other than that. Like, I guess I'm a performative extrovert, if you want to call it. But yeah, definitely introvert 100%. Yeah, I would say I'm a little both. I just don't, I think I'm more, I'm very independent. I don't like, I like doing things by myself. I don't really like, uh, I'm not a person that likes being in crowds or like I have to have people around me uh, to do anything. <laughs> I actually prefer not to, but um, I guess I'm an extrovert at times in different moments. Uh, but other than that, I pretty much stay to myself, you know? So yeah, it's like a mixture, a mixture. I think hmm. most people would think I was extroverted. I don't know. Do you guys think I'm extroverted? I don't know. I think, yeah, I think you're extroverted sometimes. Wait, when think, we went to college together, you weren't extroverted. But now that I yeah. know you, you're extroverted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think what people I know, I'm like, you know, you see how I talk. I just say anything. But, <laughs> but like in a record, like in a like like you said in college, I don't. I wouldn't be the first to get up and start talking or not like that. So, yeah, a little both. Yeah, I could see you being both definitely. Yeah, you got your yeah. moments where you chilling. You got your moments where you hiring. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Is that yeah, segment yeah, over? Yeah. That was a quick ass segment. I love it. Right. We love you. No more questions? I'm gonna start asking all my uh yes, no the questions. <laughs> I gotta I gotta start I need... asking questions. If you're I, listening I... to this, send us questions. Yes, if you're <laughs> yes. listening, send us questions and we have to be on it though. But that yeah. brings us to our next segment, and it's Reese's segment. Go off, Reese. New music segment where we talk about the top five tracks of the week and we say yay or nay. Hey, let's no do this. So I'm going to play these songs for y'all, right? I'm going to give y'all a minute to digest. Actually, 30 seconds to digest. And you let me know 
if it's a hit or it is not. Okay, so these are like some songs from my likes. Mom, Retro J is making beats again. See, like. When you fucking with Max, yo, like, it's just different, like. It's just a different vibe, like, you just in another place. This bitch bad, and I swear to God. Remember them days when I had it all. I was just broke, was swiping out cars. Shorty so different, knew it from the start. I can sense pain, I feel it in your heart. Who you know, gonna love you like I. I never put the fame over love. Baby, I'm addicted to you like y'all. Fuck three times when I walk ahead. Perfect team. It's a like hit. It. Yeah, I like, I like that. Like I like that tag. What is it like? It was like. They making music again. What was oh, the? Yeah. What was the... <laughs> yeah, like the tag in there, like it said, "Mom." <laughs> Yo, it came in it's hard. Okay, yeah. I was like doom, doom, bouncing at work, like yes, <laughs> with that bass. Yes, definitely a hit. All right, y'all ready for the next one? Yep. Yeah. We finna get on this one. We gotta smoke. I need to smoke. What does he got? We got beat. Yeah, this fucking guapo. This is the first time I'm here. Dreams, you made this? Hey. I pull up big body, know it's guapo, bitch, I'm high as fuck, I'll spend anybody, keep a little check up in these chunks, don't want this bitch by me, think she finna hit my fucking blunt, I got like 20 hobbies, playing games, just know that that ain't one, I pull up big body, know it's guapo, I feel like he needs to be at the hype house, <laughs> period, right, <laughs> yo, yeah, I like, I like that, that one, hit. yeah. All right, all right, that's what's up, okay, that was, I was really questioning that one, like, as far as y'all, <laughs> if y'all would like it or not. Because there was some moments where I liked the song, and there was other moments. It's like, why am I listening to this? <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's a, it's like a um, because I think it has more. He's rapping, so I think that I'm used to it just being like a a repeated phrase, other than like he's actually uh, you know rapping a whole uh, verse. But it's yeah, good, like and actually talking in full sentences. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me get this next one for y'all. That's about yes. I've heard that. That's on. That's on a little TikTok. Yes, yes, Um, it is. TikTok TikTok viral song. I'm telling you, Jersey is really taking over TikTok. Yeah. Okay. There's another song on TikTok that I need to find my phone that you would love. It's Jersey Club. I want to hear it. Music. (laughs) Come on, Casey. (laughs) Throw your chair in there. Right. Yeah, but that was a little bit uh, cool. 
I can't speak. That was a little bit. But this song is good too. Hold up. I know I'm taking over your segment right now, but this I had a perfect. couple of things I had to say. I was looking at like because you know how TikTok songs be little snippets, but literally yeah. artists will make songs just for the snippet. So this is not a full song. Like he's yep. the song's not out. So then it went viral. So now he's in the process of making a song. I don't know if it's on iTunes yet, but I'm like, nigga, you need to finish the song uh, because like yeah. can you send that in the group chat? Yes, I'm gonna <laughs> for them tracks. All right. Um that's it. That wraps up our new music segment. <laughs> Okay, so that actually wraps up our podcast. Um, do you guys have any final words to say? Yes, have have faith, but also have a plan of action. Right. And be easy on yourself. And that wraps up our episode. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time, see you. Toodaloo. Bye.